Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, friendo Steve here. <laughs> and Larson. Oh, my goodness. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here, youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, and available wherever podcasts can be found. We're also available on the audio realm. Be sure to leave us a rating, review, or a comment. Really helps boost the exposure of going in raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure we've got some new patrons over the past 24 hours. Yes. So, of course, this is the point of the show where I give some shout outs. One dollar and up, you get to hear me read your name. Sometimes I even don't butcher it. You usually do a pretty good job. You do a much better job than I would. Shout out to Wayne Maker. Yeah, Wayne Maker's here. Welcome back, Wayne Maker. Hope you're doing well. Hopefully, he's doing better. He came down with severe symptoms of fat bastard, and he was laid out for a couple days, and now he's back. So much love to Wayne Maker. Glad you're on the road back from fat bastard. Gosh, <laughs> probably they be watching the show the way you treat them. <laughs> uh, I love him so much. I'm glad he's. I'm glad he's better. Uh, let's see here, Davy Hop and the Zacharine. Thank you. That's a very dramatic name, the Zacharine. It is. Anyways. Um, so yeah, how are you feeling today? We're on also we're on Larson uh, crappy immune system watch twenty nineteen. Hey man, my immune system's pretty good. I don't know, man. It's the first time I've been sick in a while. The guy said he's been subbed to the channel for three years and you've been sick every he's day. He's probably watched like three videos. <laughs> oh wow. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you feeling better today? Yeah, I'm not as congested. It's a little bit yeah. of cough. I've never really felt terrible. Yeah, and it's just I, been yeah. those annoying lingering type deals. That's been my thing too. I haven't felt really bad. I'm just happy my uh my uh like I went to the gym still yesterday. Got a good back workout in. That's good. Got some pump in my That's arms. really wise. You're sick and you go where a bunch of germs are. Oh, good I'm job not, on that I'm one. I'm not contagious anymore. Anyways. I don't do cardio. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about them. All oh, I'm the not nasty worried about that. germs. I'm not worried about that. I know. That's the problem. Because <laughs> since I've been getting my pump on the gym, hey. I feel like I'm getting sick far less than I did when I was I a lazy some, bastard not I going use, to the gym ever. Take oh, that. You're, you're going to have Wayne Maker symptoms there. You had Wayne Maker symptoms like 20 years ago. Fat yeah. bastardisms. Yeah. Yeah. I still sadly suffer from that. Mm. I probably will for the rest of my Even if I get like super fit mentally, I'll always be a fat bastard. All right. Anyways, continue <laughs> what you're going to say. Well, I don't know what it's going to say. No, all right. Anyways, we're going to review. Uh, what are we going to review today? All a the, lot of all, stuff. All the network stuff. I'm so glad that Cash Asono is staying on one of the programs that we review here on this show because I don't have to excise him or move him. Move him. Because I love his intro for going in yeah, raw. Yeah, it's very good. Um, so, yeah. It's also, an interesting move, though. Quick reminder to people watching live, and I know now that I say this is probably going to put it in your head, but anybody spoiling stuff... From the tapings that went down last yeah, night, don't do it. We'll get automatically banned, so do not do it. Don't do it. It's just, just be cool. Just be cool, man. Just be cool. Although we did hear this breaks my heart. Chelsea Green uh, finally had her. Oh my god. Yeah, that's bad. That looks that looks gnarly. Yeah, you can see that's it why. Right that's there. why she had to have surgery. She had she broke surgery. her wrist last night in a match uh, there it, at Full Sail. Finished the match. Finished it. Uh, I mean, she won. It's not really a consequential match. Um, I mean, it's going to make TV. Yeah, um, and then Eesh. 
Oh, and then, goodness. yeah, she broke her wrist and has to have surgery on it today. It's a bummer. We got to meet that her at, sucks. at StarCast. She is lovely. She is lovely. She is delightful. A lot of fun. Yeah. Very charming. Oh, just hilarious. She brightens the room. Absolutely. That Zack Ryder is a lucky, lucky mm-hmm. guy. Anyways. Doesn't look like she's doing the, based on this one picture, the, uh, the hot mess thing. No, it doesn't seem like it. I mean, that'd be kind of weird to bring a gimmick over from TNA anyways. Well, she it's, it's a very specific gimmick. It is, but she does it so well. Yeah, I know. But I, I, I have faith. She'll do anything well. All right, all She'll right, do it all good. All right, all right, all right. Anyways. But, you know, I don't know how long, Mr. Dr. Larson, do you know how long it takes to recover from surgery on a broken wrist? It depends on how much damage there is. I'd t- usually it's like six to eight weeks for, for bone to start to grow again. Yeah. Uh, usually broken bone, you're broken, broken bone. bone. Yeah. You're not fully, fully healed for like a year. Oh, my God. That's because my dad broke his ankle. That's what the, the orthopedist told me. Yeah. But can he wrestle? No. Mm, wow. I mean, Chelsea Green, probably. But it's usually, I mean, it might be different on different bones because when yeah. he broke his, his, his ankle, it was, it was, those are thicker bones. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So it might take longer for bone growth to start. But, they t- but I was actually kind of surprised. Mm-hmm. It's kind of off topic. Sure. You know, you, you wear your cast for six weeks, eight weeks, whatever it is, and you think, all right, eight weeks, good to go. Oh, God. Good as new. Yeah. No, that's just like when stuff's starting to mend. Oh, shit. It's just at that point, it can provide its own stability, so you don't need a stability of a cast. Ugh. So if it's six to eight weeks just to get a, a, the bone to a situation where it's structurally reasonably sound, mm-hmm. then there's rehab involved, I'm sure, for her. To get back up to speed in, <coughs> in a wrestling capacity. So maybe yeah. not an extra month after that. Yeah. Some people bring up here, Sean Lindsay brought up, <laughs> and I, I know this. I, I saw the pictures and everything. Chelsea Green's been doing the hot mess stuff on the Florida house. Yeah, that's show. what I thought. I just figured, I knew, yeah, and it's awesome. It is great. I just think that, like, that particular gimmick, it's got a backstory. And although I think it's kind of cool to ex- to be able to extrapolate it without having watched any of the Impact stuff, which, by the way, that, that, that small period of Impact, that wedding stuff, was actually really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, it, I, I really doubt they're going to put her out on TV with a backstory that you really have to try to figure out. Um, but I think you know the 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 hot mess character kind of speaks for itself. I don't think you need to go all the way back to his origins. Well, she didn't do it last night, so yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, yeah. So we got a bunch to get through. Let me see if I have my notes up. I probably. Oh well, look at that! I do. Woo! Steve, for one moment, is not a hot mess. Uh, things kicked off, of course, with a dusty classic. Yeah, an NXT. Uh, well, actually, NXT. let's let's let's, uh, let's uh, nutshell these these episodes. What was your favorite? What was your what was your NXT was pretty good. I kind of felt like NXT UK kind of uh, uh, went back to the norm of kind of not really doing a whole lot of story stuff. It was a little more. It felt more like random matches stuck together. You know what it was, and like the mat, the 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 stories are, 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 for example, like Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan. They have a little story where they like they are lucking into wins or something. And, and was Kenny Williams going to dance? That's the story. Yeah, I know. It's pretty slight. As funny <laughs> as it might be, it's pretty slight. Um, um, there's there's I mean, it was has there has Gallus been dicking with uh, Morgan Webster and what's his face? Really, I don't think so. No, no story. It's a put together match. I really, you know what though? I really like. We got a question on Matt Chat. Which person do you wish? Had held off on signing with WWE to go to all. Elite. Oh, Flash Morgan Webster's your answer. I really like him. I, I really, like his move set. I like his. I like his approach to wrestling. It's just the character just does. Okay, so for here's me. the thing. After once the bell rings, I really like him. Yeah, yeah. I'm not into the whole like I don't understand bell, the, the bell. Mod. He's good because he look, he's so. The thing that I really love about him is that he's so least likely. Yeah, you know, like yeah. he doesn't look like a wrestler, and he doesn't even—he's kind of in ring what I think Dean Ambrose should be. But Dean Ambrose goes through the motions; mm. he just does the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. When I see Flash Morgan Webster, it feels like a dude who's in there trying to win and do everything he can because he's not really a wrestler. He throws caution to the wind. Yeah, and he I really get that line. about him. Yeah, I think that's great. No, I agree. I think I think in the ring he's good. Just the whole mod thing does nothing for me. Yeah, I agree with that totally. But then you know, all the other matches—they're just kind of. The other one, you're right. There's no story there besides the dancing thing. Um, I mean, we, we got a debut, which is, you know, yeah, can't blame and that then one. Right the the main event, there's a story there. They're trying to build the, the, the NXT UK title match. I guess yeah, that. that was a killer main event. Too. That was good. But, right. I mean, again, it's one of those things where you got a super team of Walter and Pete Dunne. Yeah, they're going to win. Yeah. That's I not, love that anytime anybody tr- bothers, has the, the fortitude to try to chop Walter, oh, it just makes him mad. It just makes him so angry. Yeah. Oh. 
It's so great. Like a giant baby. Um, That's, that first chop he had on Joe Coffey was fantastic. 205 Man. had some really good matches. Yeah, the matches were good. And uh, it's the final we saw we saw coming for this tournament. Yeah. So anyways, let's get right into it. Yeah. Uh, NXT kicked off Mustache Mountain versus Forgotten Sons. Round two, dusty classic action. Yeah. In my finals. This was a cool match. I'm just, and I understand, I like, you know, by the end of this, obviously, we had the, the finalists, and you need a face and a heel team. Mm-hmm. But I really like Mustache Mountain. Me too. I really wish this would have been there. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'll, if I'm being honest, though, I'm kind of tired with how they're booking their matches. It's always Trent Seven gets beat up. Yeah. Every single time. I think Tyler the, Bate carries the team the every single time. Of Mustache Mountain. They're entire, and I, I have not seen their stuff in progress, so it's probably different. Yeah. But I feel like ever since they've been a team in WWE, because, you know, Tyler had his solo yeah, run. Yeah, yeah. But ever since, like, over the past year or so, mm-hmm. they've been a team. The entirety of it is Trent Seven trying to get Tyler Bate over. Have you noticed that? Like, he always throws to him for promos. Yeah. Like, he'll do his bit, but then he'll throw to him. And yeah, even in the promo night. they had. Yeah, it happened last night. Even in the promo they had, uh, I don't know. NXT was, UK. NXT yeah. UK. He was feeding Tyler Bate, and Tyler Bate wasn't really like, like he wasn't. He was kind of, but like all of like Trent Seven is nothing but charisma, yeah. and you can tell his improv is top level. Yeah, yeah. And Tyler's not there yet. Yeah. But I feel like in the ring and out of the ring, it's and because even like Tyler Bates adopted the whole style thing from mm-hmm. uh, from Trent mm-hmm. Seven. I feel like Trent Seven is just trying to get him. To the next, oh, trying I to get that. Tyler. I thought that too, totally, because he can see how much potential there is in him. Oh, because I, I, wrestling wise, he's killer. Yeah, he's fantastic, and I thought that too. That 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 was the idea that. Trent but I agree with you. Can. It makes for stories in the ring that are kind of predictable. You're right. Yes. It's Trent Seven gets his ass beat, and then Tyler Bate just does cleans house feats of you know, and either it, it, the feats fi- that will amaze you. The finish comes down to the, to one of two scenarios: Tyler Bate can 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 carry the load to victory. Or he gets them on the precipice of victory only for something to happen. Uh, so Trent Seven gets pinned. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And that's basically the only two outcomes. Yeah. And it's just not that interesting story-wise. Yeah. I mean, the match could be good. And this was a good match, but. Well, I think the expectations are just high. It's not like they're bad matches because, like, I can watch Tyler Bate. Oh, totally. Yeah, forever. the matches are fun. It's yeah. just I just want some variety in the stories are being told. Yeah, no, I feel you. Like, why can't, why can't. Uh, Trent Seven be the guy that gets the hot tag at the end. Yeah, just not his thing, man. But it could, easily could be because he's got fat bastardism. Uh, Mustache Mountain took on Forgotten Sons in the Dusty Classic. Yeah, and uh, what do you think about them, Forgotten Sons? My opinion is largely unchanged. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you share your opinion here on the show? I just don't, I just don't find him that interesting. No, man. Um, so they they cheated to win. What's yeah. his face at one point? Uh, Jackson Riker. Jackson Gunner. Gunner, man, he's jacked. Yeah, he's a big jacked dude. Yeah, but there's not a lot going on here. No, this is this is blank. Yeah, like which you know, in the right with the right gimmick can be used to his benefit. But I don't know if. Well, do you really want a guy with no charisma? Maybe he has charisma. I don't know. I haven't heard him talk. I've heard him say anything. I've just seen them. All I've seen them do is mill about. Has he ever been on the mic in the ring? I thought so, but I could. I know that he's probably talked in the junkyard. Yeah. Wish we would explore that more. The junkyard. Why are they in the junkyard? Yeah, they, the whole they 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 really need to develop their manifesto because that's what we need to know. At least Sandy, they look cool. I've said this countless times. Sandy looked really cool, and the way they carried themselves in commentary uh, kind of fleshed out the motivations of their character. They're well, all I about mean, chaos. Yeah, you can look, yeah, you can look at them look and see. Oh, well, okay, their name's Sanity. Okay, they give I get zero it. f's about societal norms for the most yeah. part. They want to cause chaos. I get yeah. that. But like Forgotten Sons, yeah. I, I mean, the only I'd have to make the illusion between Forgotten Sons and uh, 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 Fortunate Son, mm-hmm. the CCR song. Sure, but that's completely different things. It, because this is Fortunate Son is about uh, draft dodgers. True, yeah, especially uh, from affluent families. But these guys are all former, former military, military guys, so. and the idea is that uh, society doesn't, you know, does, does look past them. I guess mm-hmm. I'm just putting this together. I don't know if no, this is my favorite new genre. This is my favorite new segment. Every time it's the not storyline speculation, it's gimmick speculation. <laughs> That's so new. Yeah, <laughs> what is this gimmick? What exactly are the, is the Forgotten Sons gimmick? Yeah, I don't know, man. War veterans who feel society is a uh, turn a blind eye. Him. And judging by the crowd reaction of Full Sail, which is giant groan when it was obvious they were going to win there at the end because they had the numbers advantage. Um, yeah, if that's their gimmick, like why book them as heels? 
Um, because if that's their character, that's the, their motivation. The that's, other way doesn't work. It's it, well, I mean, but it, we're guys who are positioned outside Walmart, like, like those guys selling little little paper poppies. You're talking about, yeah. You walk past them. I know, but it's not out of disrespect. I I, no, no, it isn't. And that's the thing. If these, and if, if I had cash, guys, I might buy one. Exactly. Of those if these guys are legitimately all former military, and I know but nobody carries cash anymore. Steve, I know that's an issue. Steve Cutler is. They all have. They all yeah, are. I think so. They all are. I think at least two thirds yeah. of them. I think we've determined that here yeah, on the I show so. before. Um, <laughs> I mean, people just kind of you know that's <laughs> our natural inclination is to respect those who have 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 served their country. You know what's sad about this is and that we've had this discussion several, several times, times. I know, and we're not reaching any more conclusions, no, and they've been on TV not more. Us any more to work with? It just seems where one's natural inclination is to respect veterans, yet they're and if, if their point is veterans are often overlooked in this country after they return from duty, that's a good point because yeah. it happens. Yeah. But then they book them as heels. So they're like, well, I'm supposed to, re- res- I, I want to respect them. They're veterans. Their point is sound. At the same time though, they're kind of a-holes. Was Rambo a good guy or bad guy in the first one? In First Blood, was John Well, I mean, Rambo? he was the protagonist. Yeah, well, he's a protagonist. So but... he's a character you sympathize with. So yeah, yeah. He was, I mean, he might not have always done good things. Right, well, especially by the third one, he was annihilating people. Yeah. So. Well, that last one too, the the fourth one. Oh my God! Yeah, they're just, making another one too. Yeah, the part with the gun on the truck. Guy exploded. His head exploded. Yeah, man, that was a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's 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 a push and pull within you when it comes to Forgotten Sons. When they're 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 booked kind of like jerks. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's hard to really say. All right, I'm I'm behind your cause. Yeah, I just don't when know one's how... natural inclination. I think for for a gentleman in that position, for reals. You want to sympathize with? Would it be? Let me. And this is this is. I'm taking sort of the jokes off right now. All right. Would it be weird or too much? Because here's. I'm trying to envision in my head what it would take for them to be faces, and you'd have to go to reality. Yeah. You'd have to sit them down, and they would have to discuss what it's like. Yeah. To be out there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what level of combat any of these guys yeah, have had. Either. I don't know but either. I mean, no matter what, if you're in the armed services, you're going to have stories yeah, yeah, yeah. of, you know, serving your country. Yeah. And number one, I think that would be pretty fascinating. I know that even Lacey Evans was with them on the house show circuit. Um, yeah, I think she was in the Marines or something like that. And she was in the Marines. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, like hearing their actual stories would act, number one would get them supremely over. Oh yeah. Like do a Roger strong type thing on them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Six one. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Apparently, they want them heels, and now it's just confusing because nobody likes them, and they literally chanted them. We forgot you. Yeah, it's, you know? it's it's no one likes them. They get zero heat. Yeah, it's go away heat. It it is go away heat, and that's a huge problem. And then they beat like one of the most charismatic teams there is, Mustache Mountain. Yeah, so uh, that happened. That's uh, it's, it's a problem for forgotten. So I'm looking for. I, I really want Mustache Mountain to to get those tag titles back in the UK or do something. They 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 cannot go down as one of those teams, one of those acts. That just like they really never got to the top mm-hmm. where they needed to be. Mm-hmm. Like just because it's obvious that they should be at the top, they're not. You know, I want them to beat even as much as I love what Zach Gibson. Oh, you got some uh, the, the DC Five Speed says he watched Rambo yesterday. They they didn't they kill his wife or something? Oh my God, is that true? One? But then Subgum says Ram- Rambo was the bad guy. It all depends on your perspective. Right, because mm-hmm. yeah, he was breaking the law, but you know the dude is a traumatized war veteran. Yeah, he cried at the end of that first one, right? Yeah, or he cried during that one. Yeah, now you can't you can't be mad at the guy. Like who's the first crying. one is like a uh, is is a drama. Yeah, all the other ones are just are, are over the top action movies. It's yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's action. It's sort of like the first Rocky. It's like a real film, a decent drama. Yeah, yeah. The second one wanted to be something. And then by the third one, it was just oh pff, parody, yeah, silliness. Yeah, but it was great, wildly entertaining. Oh, amazing! But uh, a pale imitation of God. What the I watched movie that was. boxing match last night too. Which boxing match? Piper versus T. Oh, that's terrible. That's awful. Terrible. That went on forever yeah. too. I need to watch some of that stuff still. Because I remember, you know, I've watched WrestleMania two several times as a youngster. I haven't watched it in a while. It's terrible though. Uh, after uh, Forgotten Sons beat Mustache Mountain, we had a Matt Riddle interview. Um, kind of recapping why he approached Velveteen Dream. I just wanted to say hello and get a close look at the North American title, man. And then Adam Cole says, Riddle! How dare you? How dare you? If there's anybody that's going to have that North American title. Around their waist. Or it's going to be Adam Cole Bebe. 
And I'm like, dude, you're kind of bigger than that. This should be Roderick Strong challenging Matt yeah, Riddle right now. Yeah, I know. Well, um, this is all shot before injuries happen. No, I know. I know. Um, and then uh, uh, Matt Riddle says, well, let's have a match for it. And Adam Cole kind of backed away a little bit. I know. I can't really get into I, I have questions, but I, I don't want to get into spoiler territory. Yeah, I know. Because I'm kind of curious. Like Matt Riddle pivoted from bro dude to being pretty intense. I liked it. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think he's really good. Oh, and I know I, I get that a lot of people. The thing that I like about him is that he's he comes off because I don't think in NXT there's a whole lot of scripting going on. Yeah. Um, or it doesn't feel like it anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes off as unscripted. Yeah. And sometimes and it just it just comes off as real. And mm-hmm. he comes off as unpolished, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think it works. I know for some people out there it doesn't work, and I get that. Oh, it totally works. But for me, me it works. Totally works. Uh, after that, we had dude, I can watch Io Shirai wrestle. Man, she's spectacular. Endlessly, e- endlessly. Effortless. It looks effortless to her. Yeah, quarter. and she makes everybody better. Like she yeah. made it was one of the better Bianca Belair matches too. Yeah, and it was for it was relatively short too. Uh, Shayna Baszler was on commentary, being uh, completely dismissive of both competitors, saying she didn't know. <laughs> Uh, like Io Shirai didn't, hasn't done anything to deserve a title shot, and then she already beat Bianca Belair. But there's a lot of great spots. That one early on where uh, Io Shirai goes for a Hurricane Rana off the apron, uh, Belair catches her and did, like does the reverse powerbomb thing and sends Io Shirai into the ring steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, Belair hits a moonsault, gets a two count. Uh, Io turns the tables, eventually hitting a 6-1-9, uh, follows up with a springboard dropkick. Um, Io goes to the top for a moonsault. Uh, Belair gets her knees up. Oh, sorry. That was later. Uh, Belair knocks her off the top rope into the tree of woe, hits her with her braid. Um, and then uh, later on, EO hits. This is when EO hits Frankensteiner, follows with the moonsault, but Belair gets her knees up. Uh, Bianca hits a spear. Uh, Shayna leaves commentary, goes in the ring, pulls EO out, puts the clutch on Belair. Kyrie Sane runs down, trying to make the save. She gets the clutch too. Uh, Eo runs in, clears Shayna from the ring, uh, goes to check on Kyrie. Bad move, mm-hmm. turning your back on Shayna Baszler because she runs back in, puts the clutch on Eo. Yeah. Um, and after that, uh, we had a Shayna Baszler interview with uh, Kathy Kelly. Yeah, Kathy Kelly. Uh, well, she says Shayna says number one, uh, no single woman is worthy of yeah, my she made title. A point of saying that at least twice. Yeah, no single woman. Yeah, that was good. And then Kathy Kelly says, "Well, I just talked to William Regal, and you're going to face." Good news. You're not going to have to deal with a single woman. You're going to have to deal with three. three. So it's going to be EO, Kyrie, and Bianca taking on Shayna Baszler. It's going to be interesting. Fatal 4 a match at NXT TakeOver New York. It'll be interesting to see the Sky Pirates have to fight each other. I know. That'll be good. Yes. Uh, let's see here. And after that was our main event. Shayna was real. I'm sorry. Just to go back to that interview. Shayna was really good. She's getting very comfortable mm-hmm. just in situations where she has to just roll with it. Because when mm-hmm. Kathy Kelly stopped her and you see her doling out the news, and Shayna's like processing it yeah, with her yeah. face towards camera. It was really well it done. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Performance. Her performance is, 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 is top-notch. Yeah. Uh, next, another semifinal match with Dusty Classic. Ricochet and Aleister Black taking on DIY. They had their shirts, their merch shirts, DIY did. Yeah. Well, yeah. Came out together with their theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, seemingly a cohesive unit. Well, they're a team, Larson. That's what you they do when you're a team. They are a team. Steve. Come out to, to in your merch shirts. Yeah, together. It was a fun match. They gave it a ton of time, like 20 minutes. Yeah, it was a great match. Uh, towards the end, DIY goes for their finish. <clears throat> uh, Ricochet pulls Gargano out of the ring, and Chompy eats a knee from Alistair Black. Alistair uh, Black can go from sitting or on his knees or whatever to up. He's very sudden. In a, yes. Lightning quick. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Because <clears throat> yeah. it doesn't look like it. No. You know? No, he's very quick. Yeah. Uh, fast twitch muscles. Yes. Ability off the charts. Yeah. Fast twitch. Fast yeah. twitch. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find 
people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Um, later on, there's a spot that was pretty great where Ciampa lays out Alistair with a Tower of London off the top rope onto the apron. And then uh, Gargano follows up with a slingshot DDT. He only gets a two count. And while Gargano is doing that DDT to Alistair, Ciampa's like on the edge of the frame hitting the draping DDT on Ricochet. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Gargano locks in uh, Gargano escape on Alistair. Uh, Ciampa does his arm bar and ricochet. Um, you know, we've seen this spot before, especially against Revival. And they're great tag team bouts. Um, ricochet muscles out, picks up Ciampa, uh, gives him a Death Valley driver onto Gargano to break the hold. After that, Gargano starts selling knee. He rolls out of the ring, uh, clutching his knee. Mm-hmm. Ciampa follows, checks on him. Um, and from that point on, Ciampa has to handle everything himself. Yeah. Harkening back to the match that uh, preceded their breakup, uh, the latter match against Authors of Pain, yeah. where Ciampa uh, walked into the match having a busted up knee. Uh, there's a great sequence between Ciampa and Ricochet, a bunch of knees and kicks, just back and forth. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. Um, uh, Gargano's still selling knee. He, he tries to get up, can't. Uh, Ciampa turns around from checking on him, goes for a fairy tale ending. Alistair escapes, hits the black mass, he tags in Ricochet. And he pins Ciampa after a 6.30. Alistair Black and Ricochet, they advance to the finals of the Dusty Classic. They'll be taking on Forgotten Sons. I think they said two weeks. Yeah. Good stuff. Really yes. good stuff. Um, <coughs> Hell of a match. Yeah. Heck of a finish, too. It really was. So, uh, Alistair and Ricochet, they leave. Candice runs down past them as they're making their way up the ramp mm-hmm. to go check on Johnny. Uh, Ciampa goes down ringside, joins him. He helps Johnny up, helps him up the ramp. Um, at the top of the ramp... Uh, Gargano collapses. Uh, Ciampa lifts him up again uh, and then makes uh, makes uh, an attempt to grab him. He turns on him yeah. to send him in the LED board. Gargano dun, 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 puts dun, the brakes dun, on. I know. Dun, dun, oh. dun. He yeah. goes all Superman 2 yeah, on him. Yeah, Superman 2 situation. Gargano was faking the entire time. Yeah. It was a huge swerve. He looks at him and goes, uh-uh. uh-uh. Then tosses him in the LED and then uh, he brings down his uh, knee guard and says, oh, it's fine. It's totally fine. Yeah, and, and destroys Ciampa's face with a super kick. Yeah. And he says, I, I, I got you. I swerved you. I swerved you now. Yeah. And then Candace is all happy and stuff. And, and they're she's still not the wrestling. Crowd is chanting me Johnny off. wrestling, I know. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, great. You're back. Now move. And I want to see her wrestle now because mm-hmm. she's like one of the best. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, great moment. Awesome moment. Um and uh, given yeah. the news of Champa's uh, neck injury, I don't know if they're going to motivate the injury because of that getting tossed the LED in the super kick because it could totally do it. Yeah, I don't know what to find out once the next round of episodes airs starting next week. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll find out. So, yeah, I mean that was as fitting. It's funny because like, you know, obviously Ricochet and Alistair Black. You know, are going to be headed towards yeah, to, the, to main the main roster. roster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and this is just such a it's such a special class. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel though about how this class is sort of coming to its end? I mean, these four guys. I mean, it's it's really obviously sad for Champa. Yeah. Um, and then on main roster, instead of having like big big singles debuts, uh, they just sort of put them out there. Uh, I'm not sure about Gargano at this point. Yeah, I don't know if he's gonna be he's gonna be brought up now. I and I guess we can also sort of speculate. This would have played out on Main as well, right? Because they were like cool on Main, Gargano and Champa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were cool on Main. We had their split here. Yeah. 
Um, they would, wouldn't have. They wouldn't have kept on tag teaming. See, here's them. the thing. You would think so, but I think maybe it was Melser or somebody said that the plan was for DIY to be in uh, Alistair and Ricochet's spot on Raw, mm. challenging the revival for the Raw tag titles, mm-hmm. rather than Alistair and Ricochet. How interesting. Um, so if that were the case. I don't know if that feud would have continued all the way to Mania, which would have been weird because they have been a tag team on Raw and, and feuding still actively in NXT. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that would have been real. Like if yeah, if, if there's that level sense. of disconnect, I know that between NXT and Maine, that's a massive problem mm-hmm. that really shouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll reiterate now: no spoilers in the chat, otherwise yes. you get banned. Yes. Ah, uh, let's see here. Next, we've got NXT UK. Unfortunately, there is no Liverpool's number one. Is he injured? Yeah, that's what uh, Mustache Mountain said. He had broken toe. I don't know if they were just joking about that. No, maybe. Anyway, show kicked off with a Johnny Satan, Sid Scala interview. I am. I was <sighs> dying laughing at this. Johnny Saint cracks me up because they're rolling up in the parking lot in Coventry. Mm-hmm. You know what I think? Did you? You never watched the original British Office, right? Not a whole lot. Yeah, but you saw some of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just remember I the deal. there is this, you know, I'm a big, as you know, as many people know, I'm a big England fan. Yeah. Um, we listened to the the votes come in the other day live mm-hmm. on the BBC radio. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the uh, the original office really did go a long way in making England look like the most miserable place on the planet, <laughs> you know? And that's just the theme of the show. These people, yeah, yeah, office yeah. workers are miserable. Yeah. Um, and they eke out whatever happiness they can. Uh, you know, throughout their day and, and then, you know, with their job also. But, you know, the big thing in, in the office was they'd go to Coventry Conference, oh. which was like a big paper conference or whatever. So when I think of Coventry, they keep you on saying Coventry. Yeah, yeah. Coventry Conference. Um, they kick things off, getting to the venue. It's funny because Sid Scala is like a really personable, charismatic dude, and he's a really good uh, uh, promo guy. Oh, yeah. And like Johnny Saint just seems like a, 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 a black hole of charisma. <laughs> He's like this legend. Oh, he's a he's, he's an like absolute, absolute legend in British wrestling. But like you know, it's obvious that it's it's obvious. And God, thank God for Sid Scala. Yeah, because you know he got a job out of this. Yes, it's obvious that they probably <clears throat> they're like, man, that'd be great. Let's get Johnny Saint. Awesome. Like, his name carries it, weight. Totally, it does. Yeah, no, it totally, totally does. Totally. It makes all the sense. And in the then world. the cameras start rolling, and he's like, oh dear, who? What's what's happening? What? Yeah, he can't okay. deliver a line. <laughs> It's like, well, we need someone in in, a, in this position with a little bit of grabby toss. Let's get this young guy over here to help Johnny Saint. But the out. funny thing is, when Sid Scala talks, instead of Johnny Saint looking like he has grabby toss, he looks he darts his head back and forth, looking confused. He's like, what? He's what? Who's that? Yeah. Sorry, what? And then he was able to say what the main event was, and even yeah. then he was like, the main event tonight is um the Coffee Brothers and um. Pete Dunn and uh, Walter. Yeah. So, come on, let's go. Yeah. But he looks like he's having a good time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, what is all this? He's an absolute legend. I thought this was WWE. He's a legend, but <laughs> maybe he shouldn't be on camera these days. Oh, that, um, hey, as long as Sid's next to him, I'm yeah, totally, totally fine, fine with Yeah, totally it. fine, yes. Because it's hilarious. As long as Johnny Saint, as general manager, is in a supporting role. <laughs> It works. Exactly. Totally. Uh, first match, Flash Morgan Webster versus Wolfgang. Perfectly fine match, but since there was really no story story behind it, I really didn't care that much. But, man, that powerbomb, April powerbomb spot from Wolfgang. Mm-hmm. Ow! Mm-hmm. Man, they had some stink on it. Yeah. And then Flash Morgan Webster is great when he starts throwing his body around all over the place. Oh, I know. Reckless abandon. I enjoy watching him wrestle. Do you see what it said on the back of his jacket when he walked in? Yeah, it was uh, Teenage, Teenage Wasteland. Wasteland. <laughs> Bob O'Reilly fan, apparently. Yeah, it's a great song. I love well, Bob Nigel, O'Reilly. Well, Nigel pointed that out, too. Oh, okay. He said, he says, Teenage Wasteland, of course, is a reference to Bob O'Reilly from The Who. Yeah. He lives his life for fashion and music of the mod culture. And then Vic Joseph was saying, yeah, Nigel, I'm waiting until you, you get dressed up in one of those outfits. <laughs> All condescendingly. Yeah. Uh, in the end, Wolfgang won. They had a name for his finish. I couldn't catch it, but he basically just like tossed Flash Morgan Webster over his head. Yeah, I forget what it was. Some, it was a something toss. Um, Wolf, then, Wolfgang's cool as shit, though. He was on Twitter, and he said uh, somebody had pointed out, Gallus is my favorite theme song, and then he pointed to, he says, check out the Wrestle and Flow. Flow I know, version. I saw yeah, that. Which is a really good, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a really good thing. Yeah. No, he seems like a good dude. 
that he apparently knows what the slow wolf pack is. I know. I know. I don't know who knows what about us, man. I don't know. I, don't I, know I always think that we're so it's, under the radar. I know. And I'm always pleasantly surprised that, that, you know, people will recognize the work we do. I think some, you know, I mean, here's the thing. Like, we're, I don't think there's a lot of people that cover NXT UK. I mean, I just, I, you know, you look out there and it's like, I don't think Brian Zane's covering it. Um, and uh, so, I, yeah, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. They're like, oh, what do people think about it? Oh, well, maybe. You know. Uh, after the match, Wolfgang, like, drops a couple punches on Flash and then gets broken up. Um, about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Next up, we had Cassius Ono doing a promo for NXT UK. Apparently, so, he's there now. Yeah. Um, and he's saying that he's going to come represent the true British style. We, uh, he says there are all these these young whippersnappers yeah. in NXT UK who looked up to Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, but not the legends of British wrestling. Yeah. He's going to go there and represent real British wrestling, he said it's the a, wrestling genius. It's ironic. Cassius the guy who does British wrestling the best is an American. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Heat. Ooh, Heat. Who do you want to see him in a feud with? Eddie Dennis. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be good. Although well, Eddie Dennis will probably go over. Uh, next, we had Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan versus Tyson Tebow and Saxon Huxley. I like Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan as a team because they're 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 both really fun. Yeah, they, and they are. both are fairly charismatic. And they're doing this. Who is he going to dance or isn't he going to dance thing perfectly? Yeah, their I celebration really... after their win was great, where they're kind of hopping. Well, they yeah they love that was great. every time, and even even Nigel's like, well, how mu- how much how many how much of it can be luck, and how much of it are you just legitimate? Because they act like they won the lottery every time they get a win. I know. It's like, no, you guys are actually pretty good. Yeah. You should give yourself some credit. Yeah. And they won Amir Jordan. And you're taking on Tyson T-Bone and Saxon Huxley, like the least thematic team. I can't think of a team that just doesn't make any less sense, you know? Yeah, I know. It, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, Amir Jordan pinned Saxon Huxley after hey! the Swanton bomb. Saxon got pinned, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Next, Ginny interview. They this ask her about Tony Storm. She's like, "Why people keep asking me about Tony Storm?" This is great. I, Jenny's great. Oh, she's phenomenal. Yeah, I'm tired of people talking about Tony Storm. Yeah, she seemed legit annoyed. She calls herself the Queen, right? She's the fashionista. Like the fashionista. Yeah, no, but didn't she say like I'm the Queen or something? Oh, maybe. I mean, I know that Charlotte's thing, but yeah, it's a, they're an ocean apart. Yeah, they're the Atlantic apart. Yeah. It was good though. Yeah, it was really good. It's good. A, a Ginny Tony Storm feud to be be awesome. They did oh, some good man, stuff. It's killer. Progress. Let Gin, let Ginny hold that title. Oh for hell a yeah, man! Come on now. Uh, after that, Eddie Dennis promo. Uh, apparently, he's got a match against Legero next week, and so he was like, "Here's this guy who's been in the wrestling business twenty years." Um, he said, it "Hasn't quite been twenty years, but dang close, right?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He said, <laughs> "Legero." Who's been on the scene for twenty for the better part of twenty years, and because he said he started talking about Legero, and then he said the twenty years bit, and I was like, how was that even close to being possible? Yeah. And sure enough, he made his debut when he was two that in two thousand two. Yeah, and I think he's like thirty four years old or something. Well, Pete Dunn's like twenty four, and he's like a ten year veteran. I know, but like twenty that's a long time. Oh, it really is. Well, it's like. Yeah, it's 17 years? Gee whiz. Hold on a second. How old is that dude? Ligero wrestler. So they got matched next week. He's 34. And when did he start? So he made his debut when he was, what is that, 70? He, he, he was 1985 to 2002. So 17. 17, all right. So he's a 17-year veteran. It's crazy. Uh, Eddie Dennis. And here's the thing. What? It's probably actually it was probably it's probably actually closer to twenty years because oh, yeah. he probably got started when he was like fourteen. Yeah, probably. They just probably can't say that. Yeah, Eddie Dennis said he was he was he was uh, uh, done with his exile. I don't know what that means. I guess it means he's been away for a little while. Well, I haven't seen Mastiff either. Yeah, no. So that's the match that's going to happen next week. Next, we had Noam Dar come to the ring, drop a promo. Apparently, he is now full time NXT UK. We'd heard this was going to happen. He looked very. He looked. He looked really cool. He had like the yeah, turtleneck, the turtleneck, very with the dapper. blazer on over. You know, for being so young, he is very seasoned at the promo thing. Oh, he is. Because um, he can, like, he can, that, that crowd is like, really, you know, he's like, next we are in, at some point soon, we're going to be doing, we're going to have NXT UK from the most beautiful part of the UK. And the crowd starts booing it because it's from, it's Glasgow. Yeah. That's where he's from, probably. 
And uh, he says, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, boo the place you're not from. Yeah, that was good. I like that. That was good. It just seemed to go on for a little bit. Yeah, it was forever. It was yeah, a very it was a long, long promo. promo. Anyways, yeah. Mark Andrews comes in because he starts talking trash about everybody in the locker room. Airplanes. One of them being Mark Andrews. Uh, Noam tries to attack. Mark Andrews hits him with a kick to the head. Noam leaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a match uh, later on where both of them got hurt. Yeah. How, do we know how long both of them are out for? <laughs> no, I guess Mark Andrews got knocked out, so probably concussion. Oh. But the, the, I, I think Noam Dar the Warrior was like a pretty significant knee injury. Oh, that sucks. So I don't know if they're going to show that match. If, the, if they both get hurt, I hope not. Because I they really don't want to see a Both get stretchered out. Um, but if they're not going to show the match, it's kind of where they even bothered including. Oh, no, I agree with that. They'd have to show something. Uh, after that, with a brief uh, Zaya Brookside promo, um, saying that uh, uh, she doesn't like, like bullies. bullies, and Rhea Ripley is top bully in NXT UK. What's the, what we got there? Dar was flown back to the United States to get the injury he looked at. He's just coming off a seven month. Uh, Dar attempted to move. It was blue. Time it was worse than uh, there's no more info on no, it. Just worse than it was initially feared, but no yeah. actual details. Uh, after that, we had Candy Floss taking on the debuting Kaylee Ray. Um, as expected, Kaylee Ray goes over kind of like a backpack face buster deal. Mm-hmm. Um, they were saying that she was uh, uh, friendly or, or at least familiar with Nikki Cross since they're both from Scotland. Yeah. Um, and so a uh, pretty decent strong showing for Kaylee Ray's debut. Yeah, I liked her. She's cool. Uh, after that, Mustache Mountain promo saying they want a piece of a uh, grizzled young veteran, but unfortunately, apparently, Zach Gibson's got a broken toe or something like that. A broken ego. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if they were just joking or not. Yeah, I don't know. About the broken ego, probably. Broken toe might be legit. Yeah, I don't think the ego can um, Anyways, Tyler Bates says he wants to take on James Drake, and then after that, Sid Scala makes it official with Johnny Saint. He said they'll be the main event next week, and Johnny Saint says, oh, our main event's happening right now. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, let's go. And they weren't even ringside. They're like going to walk away to walk, watch it on a monitor. <laughs> Apparently, man. Main event, the Brothers Coffee. Joe and Mark taking on Walter and Peter Dune. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned earlier, whenever someone bothers, has the temerity to come up and try to chop Walter. Oh, man. He gets yeah. so mad. Yeah. I'm like, chop, chop, chop. I'm like that crowd. Chop, yeah. chop, chop, chop. He's like, come on, come on, do it, do it. I just want to see him annihilate people. I want a hamburger. Anytime he's in the ring, I just want to see hamburger. Mm-hmm. I want yeah. to see it. Yeah, I don't blame you. He's got good chops. He does. That first chop he did to Joe Coffey. Ah! And I love I love that Joe like literally fell down because he rolls out of the ring because mm-hmm. of the chop. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. They are very powerful. I know. I just can't wait for him to wrestle somebody that has no hair on their chest Yeah, and doesn't wear anything to cover up their chest whatsoever. Because like when he faces Peter Dune, Peter Dune's got a singlet on, so even if his chest starts turning into hamburger, it's going to be kind of covered up. I don't up. want that. I don't want that. I don't want PCO levels because that was gross. That's nasty. That was a bruise in enti- over his entire chest. Yeah. I just want like modest hamburger mm. for mean, a hard fought 20 minute. Gets Daniel Bryan in there. Like that's one, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like what hamburger. Daniel Bryan looked like after the greatest rumble. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the upper limit. Not into that, man. I don't know. I just love. Just I, love like a, I love hearing good shots. Well, he just looks like a giant baby. Who, Walter? Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> He's so doughy. Like everything just moves around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. But he is, there, there is, I'll put it this, there, it's funny because like, I'm not anti-Walter. No. He's very, like number one, every everybody should have classical intense music. Oh, hell yeah, man. Um, for their theme because especially after the match, well, you know, Walter got the pen on a power bond mm-hmm. and the music kicks in and it just heightens the drama yep. between him yep. and, and Pete Dunn. They're just staring at each other. And you have this amazing score playing, basically. I know. It's, like, it's, it's it? very it's dramatic. Be- it's Beethoven, cinematic. right? No, it's... Uh, Mozart? No. It's New World Symphony. Okay. New that's World what, Order. That's what uh, Nigel keeps saying. I'll see here. Wrote it. I, I, the name's in my head. <clears throat> like Dvorak or something like that? No. Oh, that would make some sense. Dvor- uh, Vorak? Dvorak? Dvorak, yeah, sorry. Antonin Dvorak? Yeah. All right, that makes sense. New World Symphony. Dun, 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 dun. Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah. Walter pins Mark Coffey after a powerbomb, and then uh, uh, during the course of the match, Belt was brought into the ring. Uh, Peter Dune goes to pick it up. Walter steps on it, then picks it up himself. Bit of a stare down, and then he hands it to Peter mm-hmm, Dune. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to, for their title match. 
And I like they're not just going full on with Walter Chops. Everything in moderation. Yeah. But uh, when Peter Dune and Walter have their match, there's probably be a chop fest, and I can't wait. Because there's a little bit of one-upsmanship between Pete Dunne and Walter during yeah. the match. Yeah, yeah. And Peter, Peter Dunne threw himself a pretty wicked chop. If it means that Pete Dunne's going to move on to NXT or the main roster, like I'm, I'm all for that, that match happening. It's going to happen soon. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. Uh, 205 Live, another good episode. Uh, kicked off with uh, promos from the four participants in the, four, in the two semifinal <coughs> matches. Um, you know, more or less just mission statements. Um, I think each of these promos was in a different place, and I liked it. With a different, different cool. atmosphere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Drew Gulak, he was in front of a monitor that said 205 He's Live. He's like in Drake Maverick's hey, office. shout out to that fan on the, the ramp. Wearing the 205 Live shirt. Man, that's a real yeah, fan that's, right that's there. dedication to, that a, is dedication. to the product. Yeah, Tony Nese was, was in the locker room. Tony Lurkin was in the locker Tony room. Tony Lurkin in the locker room. But it was Cedric like the Alexander camera was, was like stairwell. on sticks. Tony Nese's was just, he, he was on an iPhone promo, and the others weren't. Yeah. I'm pretty sure his was an iPhone promo. Maybe. Buddy Murphy had an iPhone promo. <laughs> yeah, he was in his neighborhood. Yeah, he was that on was hilarious. That was great. He was in a suburb. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, and then, yeah, Cedric's was great because he was like in a stairwell. And it was like purple light behind him and it was kind of foggy. Yeah. yeah they, it was very they dramatic. brought out some some cool stuff for Production him. value. Mm-hmm. Uh, first match, Cedric Alexander versus Oni Lorkin. Uh, Oni was working over Cedric's back a uh, vast majority of this match. Uh, an obstacle that Cedric had to overcome to eventually pick up the win. These are two. Th- this was a real. I really enjoyed this match. Oni Lorkin. Uh, wrestles a very specific. He does a very mm-hmm. specific thing mm-hmm. involving a lot of slaps and uppercuts and yes. stuff like that. And uh, Cedric obviously has his thing. And it was very, it was very cool to see. Like they both wrestled their matches, mm-hmm. and then you got to see a mesh of it. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, finish uh, uh, Oni slapping Cedric in the face. Uh, he tries to run the ropes. Cedric grabs him by the trunk. Trunks hits lumbar check. For the win, yeah, it was cool. They gave it a. They gave both these matches a lot, a lot of time. time. There's only that? two matches in this yeah. whole episode. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had uh, Mike and Maria Canellis backstage with Drake Maverick. Mike complaining that uh, he had to face a local enhancement talent last week. He's been in the business 16 years. He wants opportunity. He said that Drake was pitying him. He says, yeah. "Oh, here, here's this free win for you. I pity you." And he's like, "That's why I did what I did." Um, and so uh, uh, Drake said, "Fine." Next week, you'll have top-notch cruiserweight competition. Didn't say who. Mm-hmm. And then as uh, the Canaleses were leaving, he says, well, just remember, looking good in defeat only goes so far. So this next opportunity could be your last if you don't Oof. really focus. Oof. So they might get fired. Yeah, maybe. Uh, next, Arya Davari promo. He's upset he's, he wasn't in the cruiserweight tournament. He's upset nobody brought that DSLR back for him because yeah, no. this is a crappy iPhone promo. Yeah, no. I like him, though. I do. But, yeah, kind of whatever. Uh, and after that main event, Tony Nese versus Drew Gulak. Um, good match. Uh, Drew trying to keep it on the ground. Holds, submissions, well-placed strikes and power bombs. where Tony Nese 
was busting out some of his more athletic maneuvers, high flying stuff, mm-hmm. along with some solid strikes. And Nigel was trying to set up the story where uh, Tony Nice's best uh, defense against Drew Gulak's uh, submission skills was striking. Well, even earlier with the promos. Drew Gulak started off by saying, I know Tony Nese, mm-hmm. and I can take advantage of the fact mm-hmm. that I know how he wrestles. And mm-hmm. Tony Nese says, yeah, you know, I can't make any mistakes against this guy, but he doesn't really know me. And so the idea is he had to sort of wrestle a different game than he's used to to try to throw Drew Gulak, mm-hmm. Drew Gulak off. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw some new stuff from Tony Nese, though. He had a split-legged moonsault, got a two-count out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too bad it wasn't Starship Pain, but close enough. Well, yeah. If it was Starship Pain, he would have won right been there. Over. It would have been over. over right there. Uh, Drew Gulak hit a pretty impressive double power bomb, which Tony Nese kicked out of. That spot where Tony Nese jumps on the, on the uh, like scales the, the ropes to the top, palm strike to Drew Frankensteiner. That was cool, but misses on the 450. Yeah. Um, there was this cool spot where uh, Gulak's, Gulak's going for the Gulak. Tony Nese reverses into like a pump handle situation for a driver. Instead, Gulak escapes. Uh, Nice hits his German suplex and turnbuckle. Goes for the running niece. Gulak evades. Hits a lariat. Um, Gulak does eventually lock in the Gulak, uh, and then Tony Nice escapes enough to reverse it into he, a pin. He like pushes himself up off the, the ropes, ropes. Yeah. yeah, and gets and the gets win. Pin. So, uh, so we're gonna get Tony Nice versus Cedric Alexander. They, they've had a couple of really good matches earlier this year. Yeah. Did Cedric ever? So Tony beat him. Was it two times? Twice, I think. Yeah. Did Cedric ever get the best in the one on one? So he'll probably win and go on. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'd prefer. Like I'm not gonna bet on Tony Nice at all. If they had played up the Tony Nice Buddy Murphy thing, Which they haven't a ton. Um, they haven't. You're right. If they had, I think it'd make a lot more sense for Tony Nice to move mm-hmm. on. It also might not surprise me to see something like maybe Tony Nice does move on. Well, actually, I kind of kind of would surprise me. But if he did, just I mean, Cedric, it's time for him to move up. Yeah, no. Like we've seen how successful Mustafa <laughs> Ali has been on the main mm-hmm, roster. Mm-hmm. I think Cedric can have the same type of success. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, it wouldn't maybe surprise me if he was in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal and Tony Nese had the match against Buddy Murphy, but that also would kind of surprise me, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if they're going to have Cedric move up, then he's totally going to lose yeah, next regardless, week. Yeah, regardless, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. They haven't really... He talks a lot. Whenever he has a promo, he talks about being the foundation of the Cruiserweight division, but practically speaking, he hasn't really been. I mean, in this in this span of time, they haven't really shown that as being the case. Um, but... Uh, so, but yeah, yeah, good stuff. Yes, good stuff. Uh, question time. Question time. Undisputed, Bebe. Will Tyler Bate turn on Trent? Probably not. I hope not. Um, down the line, well, I maybe. think that I think there's a lot to do before that. Yeah. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if you know. I mean, Trent. Trent's old, but he's not that old. I think it'd be better if Trent turned on Tyler Bate. Well, yeah, I think whatever match Trent would have to sort of if. If Tyler Bate, if WWE says, hey, when Tyler's 25, like three years from now or four years from now, whenever it is, if they're like, hey, we want to pull the trigger on you being a top-notch super... uh, Single star, yeah. Top-notch super best. A top-notch single star, then maybe they'll do that and have like a killer feud between the two of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, In which case, I would be, I would think that Trent Seven probably the one that turns heel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Cody Miles, we, uh, we're now one year removed from the rumored 205 Live tag titles being made but oh, not wow. used. Should they bring the titles in or keep them in the warehouse? Um, right There's now. not enough people right now. Yeah, right now. There's, There's not, not enough, enough people. people. in the warehouse. Texas Fight 210. Hey, Fredo's just ordered the new Kyrie 5 Duke Player Edition. Thoughts on Zion Williamson wearing Kyrie's instead of Paul, uh, PG's tonight. Of course, uh, Zion Williamson wore the Paul George. He's playing? Sneakers. And then bad. Well, blew the shoe out pretty much. The whole front or the outside part of the shoe. Yeah, like came undone. He just twisted his knee. He's fine. No, I know, but nay, I know, but dude, you're you're a guaranteed number one draft pick. He's not guaranteed number one draft pick, but he's the odds-on favorite at this point. He's got insurance policy. He's gonna go number one, dude. Uh, Robbie Hyde, pick one wrestler's entrance you'd watch on repeat. One wrestler's entrance you'd watch on repeat. Alistair Black every time. Ricochet. I can, I can watch that over. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. It's lasers, man. Lasers are really cool. Uh, Dexter Cipini, can Dunn's lack of promos hinder him on main roster? No, I don't think so. You know what's funny is that 
I find his promos actually really enjoyable because he just mumbles the whole time. <laughs> that's true. He also has, he's got everything. You know, that's one thing that Tyler Bate really does need to work on. He has everything you could possibly want in ring. His, he doesn't have enough charisma in his face to get by on not doing promos. Whereas Pete Dunn does. Pete yeah. Dunn does. Pete Dunn could say a lot in just a shrug. Yeah. Yeah, he totally can. He, he can say more with a shrug than he can with words. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's one, I mean, if you're just looking at two guys who are sort of at the top of the game. Yeah, yeah, uh, That's, I think, the difference. I think Tyler Bate needs to work on loosening up a little bit. But he's also really young. Maybe a heel turn would benefit him in that respect then. Because remember we were watching those uh, yeah, maybe. British Strong Style I'd like to see progress. him laugh. I know, progress Smile. promos where they're all dressed up and they're out in the, yeah. the country and stuff, yeah. and that was all really And he good. had kind of a Pete Dunn vibe. He was yeah, kind of yeah, like the surly. Maybe he's kind of surly. Maybe just when he's boring babyface, he just comes across as that boring. Could be. That could be. I could see that. Uh, oh, that's a good question. Demas Perez, uh, power rank. Who's going to be the mystery opponent for Mike Kanellis? Besides Kushida, they, they are not going to wheel out. You're crazy. They are not going to wheel out Kushida for Mike Kanellis. I mean, I think it'd be a good match, but Kushida's not going to 205 no. They are, They love Kushida so much. I think they could be seeing Kushida as kind of like a Rey Mysterio type mm-hmm. to go straight to main roster. They didn't even announce that he was at the Performance Center. Mm-mm. They were trying to keep that secret. Um, <coughs> ACH. He just debuted. In NXT, yeah. yeah. Um, that'd be uh, I can't think of anybody I'd Stokely prefer. Hathaway. <laughs> that'd be awesome. It would be awesome. That'd be so great. <laughs> oh god, I can't I can't get enough of Stokely on on Twitter. Oh, pretty, the reaction to his signing, I know. I know. it's been it's been such a joy. I know to watch people just if if, <laughs> if, if, if I'm if I'm reading the wrestling industry right, a lot of people must really like him. Oh yeah, everybody's talking trash. Yeah. I think they all love him. Yeah, he's he's hilarious, and like the freaking me, him posting a picture of him with loaded, loaded fries, fries in the classroom. Yeah, didn't Matt Riddle? Matt Riddle post something about him getting a chance to beat him up more or something like that. <laughs> it's probably he must be well liked. He might. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh man, uh, Richard Flynn, this is a good question. I'm a big fan of Oni Lorkin. Do you think he could ever be more than lower mid card? He should be. He should be, but I don't know, man. I think it's the personality aspect that's holding the back right now. I think he could be a really good tag team wrestler. Like, um, yeah. Like he could be a, a multiple time tag champion. I even think, dude. The funny thing is, like, he's got a lopsided face, but I think his, his he's weird, got his, character to his he's face. He's got so much character. He's like a smaller version of Cesaro. Yeah, and I think that's kind of his ceiling. I know, and it, but I've, like, literally, I was thinking about this after I saw his match with Cedric. I was like, in what possible scenario, what possible way would it be possible for Oni Lorcan to exceed expectations? Because he has everything. He would have to go to All Elite Wrestling to exceed expectations. I know. I know. But, but hey, I don't think that dude can complain. I don't, I don't think that he's got to be, you would think. I think he's, I'll put it this way. I think he's already exceeding expectations. Oh, maybe. Because I'm not sure how much, like, when we first saw him, we're like, who is this guy? And then we saw him chop, and I was like, oh, yeah, wow, he's match cool. against Roderick Strong, he had the house. Yeah. He was really good. Yeah, put him on the map for us. Yeah. And then he's, like, challenging for tag team titles in the mm-hmm, UK. Mm-hmm. And you kind of get the idea that, I don't know, maybe another year him and Danny Birch will act, will do the underdog. Oh, they actually yeah, won know. the NXT tag. I don't know, man. He's the been tag NXT. titles. He's been NXT for a while. But the NXT, the, the, here's the thing. The tag scene is not that strong. No, it's not. It really isn't. And, and there's so, not any, there's not, like the last class of signees for NXT. I mean, right now there's not a whole lot of people left to be signed. I mean, they could put um, Jaoud and uh, Benoni together, yeah. maybe, because they've been doing the house. Yeah. Up. Maybe, although I think Benoni, Benoni's a stud. That guy looks oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know, man. I think they're a terrific tag team, mm-hmm. and I think the NXT universe with they're like the. I hate to say, God, I hate to say this. They're like the Ty Dillinger of the NXT tag scene. Like they, they could be doing something with them because mm-hmm. they're really good. But they, they just have, and the crowd really is into them. Yeah. But I think the crowd's into them more than they were into Ty Dillinger. 
Yeah, that's up for debate, I guess. Uh, let's see here. Thayer Thabata, should Candice LeRae replace Champa as Gargano's yes. tag partner? Yes. Ideally, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, probably not going to happen. But ideally, yes. Uh, James Fletcher, do you deliver the $20 comic book care package to the UK? And will it cost any more need to get it? We do deliver to the UK, and that is actually the one situation where we totally lose money on that Patreon <laughs> when we have to deliver the uh, the care package to the yep. UK. But it's not that much money, so yeah. it's okay. Um, David Prock, expanding on the idea of Worlds Collide, could you book a takeover War event games. that pits the three network brands against one another? The three three-man teams. That. War games. So who's, uh, who's coming out of UK for War Games? Oh, British Strong Style. Come on, man. It'll be so obvious. Uh, uh, Bartel, Eichner, and Walter. Ooh, that's good. And then uh, that's uh, good. 205 Live, uh, Lucha House Party. It's already a three-man faction. Yeah, okay. And then NXT, um, Forgotten Sons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what you're talking about is a, is like a, a is NXT UK goes over. Yeah, it's a, and it's a mid card uh, war games match. They kick off the uh, yeah war yeah games one of that. two war games matches for the it's, show. It's on the it's on the uh, the Fallout show. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, that's just a comment. Uh, the cult of false reality. Should they make a cross-branded mixed tag, mix, mixed match tag team championship? And if so, who would be the first to win it? Gargano and Candice LeRae. Yeah. Or Montez Ford and Bianca Belair. I would love that. I think it'd be terrific. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Well, no. Interesting. Penultimate Tommy Wiseau, which wrestler do you think has the most creative letterhead on their memo? So wrestlers are now sending out memos. Twitter goes down the tubes. Instead, somebody invents some sort of app that deals with memos. Then you have your custom letterhead. Creative? Yeah, who's got the most creative one? Uh, Velveteen Dream. Oh, yeah, that probably makes sense. He's like the most creative guy. I could see that. Baron is in crayon. Yeah. It's like like <laughs> Alistair Black's just has like a death metal font <laughs> for the yeah. letterhead. It's got some uh, pentagrams. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. No, I'd say Velveteen Dream. Isn't that like a weird thing? Like people are saying that he was a Satanist or something? That's weird. <laughs> I mean, anytime somebody has anything reasonably, like remotely occult related Isn't attached weird? to him, people assume, I, I guess that's one of the assumptions some people make. Isn't that a weird thing that people in the 80s were like, Get the government was so like crazy about like oh Satan is gonna infiltrate your child. That's a really weird thing. Like they had government hearings on like metal music or some crap like that. Telling me about the powers of darkness. <laughs> I know. Well, it was just I mean it was it was the uh, the Tipper Gore. It was yeah, the, right. The yeah. PRMC, whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they wanted to put labels on on records for like parental uh, ratings and guidelines and stuff, which eventually mm-hmm. happened. The parental advisory, explicit lyrics, little stickers, yeah. gun elms. That's so, yeah. Let's see if there's anything else here in the Discord. You know, they, they get on me for not paying attention to them, and then they just drop one question on me. And it's from I'll Cody you, Miles. Man. I'll tell you, man. Anyways. Anyways. I'm still at the, at the, in the lead of the New Japan Cup. Good tournament. for you. So that's all I really care about. Good that's for what, you. That's what Discord is good for for all me. Right. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, later on today, are we doing video game stuff today? Yeah, we'll do video game stuff. Um... Probably around one-ish. I got to go do something for a few minutes, so I won't be here for post-show. I got post-show by myself today. Upon my return, we'll do that, yes. It's going to be a crappy post-show. We got two episodes of Weeble Karate to do. Um, Yes. Fun stuff. Yes. Anyways. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We appreciate it. Yes. Uh, Be sure to uh, give us a like. No. A review, a rating, or a comment. If you're listening to us on a podcast app right now... Leave us a rating or a review or a comment. We got to get back on reading some comments sometimes. Mm. Uh, Good idea. And then uh, hit that subscribe button and the notify bell. Do it yes, right now. Yes, please. And then please. I guess hit the like. Our likes have been down. I noticed likes are down. Well, that's We need to get likes up. Smash that like. We got 326 people in here watching this. Smash that Smash like button. Smash that like button. Smash it. Smash it. 
Let's try to get us over 500 for NXT episode. <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. Till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.